right, greetings and welcome to a special episode of the CoachCalloway.com Success University Podcast where the learning never ends. Man, you're at the right place. This show will be the smartest thing you listen to this week. We're going to bring it today. We're going to bring you the truth today. We're going to provide you valuable, valuable information that will benefit you in your life. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom or dad or you're a business executive and top CEO of a major corporation. We've got a show today that will impact your life in a positive way. So no matter what stage of life or business you're in, today's show is a must, a must listen to. We are absolutely growing into one of the top podcasts, the number one podcast for success. And I want to make sure that your decision to tune in today will pay off for you in a big way. Our goal is to always give you the advantage in life so that you can achieve more, and reach greater levels of success in everything that you do in your life. But here's the deal. I'm going to challenge you today. I'm going to drill in and drill down, and I want to make you reflect on a few things in your own life by the end of the podcast today. Today's show is titled, Don't Widen Your Plate. It is really going to be a powerful message that will absolutely make you reflect on your life, and I believe will bring benefit and make a positive impact on you. So, but before I get started and jump into today's show, please allow me to address all the new listeners that we have on a weekly basis for just a few moments. I want to first off welcome you if you're a new listener and say thank you. I'm humbled that you've joined us and we are growing and turning into the most listened to podcast in our category. And the reason is because we are about giving you the advantage in your life. We're committed to you, the listener. And I want the information that we share with you to be extremely valuable so that you can apply it in your everyday life and career. And I believe that it is worth thousands and thousands of dollars. We charge thousands of dollars when we share the information that we share on this podcast, when we share it in a corporate setting or self-improvement training course. But the great news is you get it for free right here on the podcast. And experience matters. I have over three decades, 33 years of coaching and training, and consulting, and working with some of the most successful business leaders, CEOs, business executives, world-class athletes, championship-winning sports programs, and some of the top corporations around the world, some of the most successful, tremendous people from all around this great country. I've been on stage over 500 times teaching and coaching and motivating and inspiring people, and I want to bring my journey to you through this podcast and bring the experiences that I've had. But most importantly, I want to bring the success strategies and the success playbooks from the most successful people in life and in business and in sports to you and deliver that information to you on a weekly basis. And my definition of success is simple. It means accomplishment. True success and accomplishment means you're successful in every area of your life, in your business, in your career, in your finances, in your material things, in your assets. But equally important, success in your personal life, in your relationships, in your marriage, as a spouse, as a parent, as a friend. Also, success in your physical health, in your mental health. It's about accomplishment and success and happiness and fulfilling your purpose and all that you do in your life, about raising the standard of excellence and going beyond what you already know or think. We want to inspire you and give you the success principles that we know deliver results in people's lives. And here's a fact, success principles that we will share with you 
that we will discuss with you are life-changing principles, and they work in every area of life. So if you want more out of your life, we have the answers for you. We are reshaping the professional education, the motivation, and the high-performance coaching industry, and we're going to have fun while we do it. We want to make sure that it's relevant and interesting and fun and brings value to you. So strap in and get ready for peak performance coaching and training at its best. You are at the right place. So thanks so much for checking us out. You're going to be glad that you did. I am your host, Coach Callaway, America's coach, and I am honored to be your success and high performance coach today. So if you like today's show, once you finish the show, I want to encourage you to first off subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss it. On a weekly basis, we, we deliver the show on Tuesdays every week, but also share the show. Share it on your social media uh, feeds so that it helps us grow and get the word out about what we've got going on over here at the CoachCalloway.com Success University Podcast. All right. Thank you for that few moments. I'm telling you, today's show is going to be powerful. It is titled, Don't Widen Your Plate. So what do I mean by don't widen your plate? This phrase comes from a speech given by a famous baseball coach, Coach John Scalinas. Coach Scalinas was a legendary baseball coach spanning a career over 45 years and setting a college baseball record of 1,070 wins. And after he retired, he gave a speech back in January of 1996 to over 4,000 coaches at the American Baseball Coaches Association Convention. And he was 78 years old at the time. And when he walked out on stage, he was greeted with a standing ovation and appreciation. And he had a string around his neck where he had attached a full-size home plate. So he's wearing a baseball home plate as a necklace. And after speaking for about 20 or 25 minutes with this home plate hanging from around his neck, he finally said to the 4,000 people in attendance, I bet you're all wondering why I'm wearing a home plate around my neck. And he said, hey, I may be old, but I'm not crazy. I want to share with you what my 78 years of life has taught me. And coach asked these questions. He said, let me start by asking how many little league coaches are in the room today? And several hands went up and he asked, hey, how wide is the home plate in a little league game? And after a pause, someone finally offered up the answer and said 17 inches. Coach said, that's right. How about any Pony League coaches out there? Someone yells out, hey, it's 17 inches in the Pony League. Coach said, that's right. The home plate is 17 inches in Pony League. How about high school coaches? How wide is home plate in high school baseball? 17 inches, a bunch of people yelled out. And Coach barked back, that's right. How about college coaches? How wide is home plate in college? 17 inches, a lot of coaches said in unison. Any minor league coaches out there? How wide is home plate in the minor leagues? 17 inches, that's right. And finally, he asked, how wide is home plate in the major leagues? 17 inches, yep. 17 inches, he confirmed with a voice resounding throughout the auditorium. Then he said, the next question is, what do they do with big league, major league pitchers who can't throw the ball over the 17-inch plate? And he paused. And then he says, well, let me tell you what they don't do. What they don't do is say, oh, that's okay, Johnny. You can't throw the ball over the 17-inch target, so we'll just make it 18 inches or 19 inches for you. And if that doesn't work, we'll make it 20 inches so you have a better chance of throwing the ball over the plate. If you can't hit the 20 inches, heck, we'll make it even wider. Let's say we just make it 25 inches and see if that'll work for you. 
And there was some laughter throughout the 4,000 baseball coaches in the crowd because they all knew that that is ridiculous. They're not going to widen the plate just because someone can't throw the ball over the target. Then coach became very serious and he said, I want to ask you these questions. What do you do when your best player shows up late for practice? What do you do when your best player gets caught drinking or not behaving the way that you expect them to behave? Do we hold them accountable or do we change the rules to fit their behavior? Do we widen home plate for certain players? How do we hold people accountable on our teams? The room started to grow quieter and a bit more uneasy as the coach's message really started to take hold. Then the coach took off the home plate from around his neck and turned the white side of the plate towards him, grabbed a Sharpie out of his pocket, and began to draw on the plate. And then once he drew on it, he turned the plate back around so the crowd could see what he had drawn. And he had drawn just a little hand-drawn little house with a roof and a chimney, a couple windows and a door. And he said, so where have you widened the plate in your homes? Have you widened the plate on how you treat your marriage? Have you widened the plate on how you treat and raise your children? Do we choose discipline or do we just choose to widen the plate because that's easier? Do we teach accountability or do we just widen the plate in our homes? And too often today, there's just no consequences for bad decisions or no consequences for failing. Our standards are being changed so that it's easier on us instead of holding ourselves to a standard of excellence. Are we just widening the plate? Do you agree with me that our society today, we're not holding people accountable, that we're justifying things far too often and far too easy? You know, when we talk to ourselves, are we justifying or giving ourselves excuses for not holding ourselves accountable to the things we know we should be held accountable for? I mean, we don't hold people to a higher standard of excellence anymore. This is a problem throughout our society. This is a problem in our homes, in our schools, in our churches, in our workplaces, in our politics, in our media, everywhere we look. And Coach Scalinas concluded his speech by saying this. He said, I hope you will remember one thing from this old coach today. If we fail to hold ourselves to a higher standard, a standard that we know to be right, if we fail to hold ourselves and our spouses and our children and our schools our churches, our government, our players, the people we lead and work with to the same standards than a dark days are in front of us. Man, he really delivered a powerful message to those 4,000 baseball coaches that day that far reached beyond baseball and reached into their lives and into their hearts. So with today's show, I want to use that as the fundamental success principle that I want to share with you today. And with this show being focused on success, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you by asking you, what is it in your life? What is your standard of excellence? What does your standard of excellence look like? What does your standard of excellence look like in your business and in your career? What does your standard of excellence look like in your personal life, in your marriage? What is your standard of excellence as a parent? What are your standards that you hold yourself to in your finances and in your health as a friend, as a spouse, 
as a parent, as a colleague, as a business leader, as a employee, where have you widened the plate in your life? And, you know, take a few minutes to reflect on that. In order to achieve true success, you have to, you must hold yourself to a higher standard of excellence. Don't widen the plate. Don't lower the bar of expectation. Hold yourself and those around you accountable to higher standards. Don't change the standards just to make it easier on you. Don't change the standard of excellence just because it can be justified by society or justified or excused for whatever reason. You'll just get the results that everyone else is getting if you lower your standard of excellence. But I want you to inspire to be better than everyone else. I want you to inspire to be the best. I want you to inspire to be great in what you achieve and accomplishment. We have to stop justifying why we should lower our expectations and lower our standards. And just like the baseball plate is 17 inches, and a successful baseball pitcher must be able to throw the ball over those 17 inches to be successful. Same is true in life. We have to maintain a high standard of excellence in order to succeed in our life. So let me give you this definition. Success means doing the best you can with whatever it is that you have. Success is doing and acting and performing and doing your absolute best, not lowering your expectation or lowering your standard of excellence to achieve some average or below average accomplishment. Success is not about expecting or lowering your standards to achieve less than average results. True success is about setting a personal standard of excellence. It's about working harder, training more, growing, learning, and equipping yourself to outperform others, to have a higher standard of excellence than those around you and those other people in this world, reaching for the highest and becoming all that we can be, according to Zig Ziglar. Wise and successful leaders set personal standards, not only for themselves, but also for those that they lead and also for those that are watching. Success principle, do not allow external forces to define what success looks like in your life. Super successful high achievers set their standards above and beyond what others require. They consistently deliver results and surpass all expectations. Credible leaders and successful people are always willing to go first and set the example and give all they have. They're willing to model their work ethic for those that are watching and for those that desire to see them operate at a high standard of excellence in their life. On the other hand, when we see leaders accepting standards placed on them by others, they're sacrificing self-control. They begin to live inauthentic lives. When you start chasing um, after goals that you don't set and falling in line with everybody else, you'll violate your own values in ways you never would have thought you would have violated your own values. And I want to highlight four areas that I think are very important. And I've seen these things that I'm going to share with you lead people to override and lower their personal standards. And I want you to kind of think about how they relate in your life. And the first thing is competition. When we get caught up in what our competition is doing, we will begin to justify things. We'll begin 
to see things the way other people see them. And we'll begin to justify why we have actions that are less than our best. I've seen this happen far too often. Allowing the competition to set your standards will pull you off of your mission. It pulls you away from your own unique strengths and pulls you away from your values. Being overly concerned with your rivals and what other people are doing and what the competition is doing may cause you to copy their unethical tactics and to engage in unprincipled behaviors because they do. And then we justify it and excuse it. And so why do people do this? Well, they do this because it's an effort to win at all costs. True success is having the ability to chart your own course, not follow someone else's. Never allow others or the competition to choose your path for you. Set your own standards. Set your own standard of excellence. Set your own goals. Set your own path. Be a leader, not a follower. The second thing is circumstances. When we find ourselves in certain types of circumstances, I've seen people justify lowering their standard of excellence, uh, turning away from their values, beginning to operate outside of their character and integrity because of a circumstance. Circumstances cause people to react without thinking sometimes. We can't allow circumstances to change us. You know, circumstances are what needs to change. And circumstances, by the way, always change. There are so many factors beyond our control. We cannot gauge excellence solely on short-term results. See, outcomes are important, sure, but at times circumstance will conspire to block our progress. They will keep your personal standards independent from, you, you must, let me say it this way, you must keep your personal standards independent of your life circumstances. Your circumstances does not set your standards. So no matter what's going on around you, no matter what the circumstance is, you can still maintain and achieve excellence and maintain your standard of excellence. Always remember, circumstances will change, period. They always do change. Your standard of excellence should be firm and never changing. And I promise you, man, don't allow circumstances to change your values, your character, your integrity, your standard of excellence. You just stay doing what you know is right, and rising above it, and then the circumstances is what will change, not you. Don't compromise your standard of excellence because of some circumstance in your life, knowing that the circumstance is temporary anyway, and it's going to change. All right, third, critics. So critics can be a culprit of lowering our standard of excellence for sure. See, when we are successful and when you are a leader, You'll be criticized. You'll be scrutinized. You'll be second-guessed and disparaged sometimes. People don't like success. They get jealous. And this is a big point here. Don't confuse excellence with pleasing others. If you do, you will always feel like a failure. It's not about pleasing others. It's impossible to please all the people all the time. Stay true to your own personal standards and don't sacrifice them to pacify some critic. Don't allow critics to change you. You do what's right and keep your personal standards high. And don't allow them to set what success looks like or what failure looks like in your life. And the fourth and final point that I'll share with you today is cheerleaders. Just like in critics, you'll have cheerleaders in life. As you become successful, it brings critics, but it also brings cheerleaders and people that want to pat you on the back and give you applause. 
See, when you're successful, people will like to applause you and to pat you on the back. And this inflates our egos and begins to substitute for the fulfillment of meeting your personal standards. Don't allow this inflation of self-gratification from someone else to be a substitute for the fulfillment that you need by meeting your own personal standards. The fulfillment and purpose that you find in your life should come from you meeting your standards, your character, and your integrity, not by someone else you know, clapping, giving you a hand clap, and patting you on the back, and congratulating you, and telling you how great you are. Don't allow applause and congratulations to become more important than your personal standards of excellence. If you're not careful, you can develop an addiction to this. You can develop an addiction to the applause instead of pursuing excellence. Don't play to the crowd. Don't crave their uh, applause. This is a success principle. Don't seek popularity over principle. I'm going to say that again. Don't seek popularity over principle. Don't allow others, others to measure your excellence for you or define your worth for you. The more success you have, the harder it becomes to find people that can give you honest feedback because you're either going to have the critics or the cheerleaders. <clears throat> but I want to encourage you to make sure you have people in your life that keep you humble and that uh, you stay humble and you stay approachable so that you know that you're surrounded by people that are honest with you. They're not critics and they're not cheerleaders for the wrong reasons. So stay humble and approachable so that you don't become self-deluded. Look, we can all take a few minutes and reflect on the things that I've talked about today. Sit and reflect and be honest with yourself. Where have you widened the plate in your own life? Where have you inadvertently expanded home plate either for yourself or for others? Where have we, you know, dropped the ball and we've justified and excused other people's behaviors around us? Our children or our people that we lead or people that we are responsible for at work. I mean, we've got to hold ourselves accountable and we've got to hold those around us accountable. Don't widen the plate. Set the high standard of excellence and pursue greatness and pursue excellence with integrity and character. And make sure the example that we're giving to those that are watching us or setting a high standard of excellence and setting the bar high. You know, it's easy to accept a lower standard of excellence. That's the easy route. Sometimes we got to take the more difficult route. True success comes from those that are willing to, you know, take their own path and not follow the path of least resistance. But sometimes you got to blaze your own trail. Successful leaders don't compromise. They don't compromise their standard of excellence, their integrity, their character. They make the tough decisions. Successful people hold themselves accountable and those around them accountable. They make the tough decisions to make quality, good decisions. They make the tough decisions to exhibit the behaviors and produce the results that bring success in their life. They don't widen the plate to make it easier. Man, I hope today's message was a challenging message at times for you, and that's okay. We can all take a little time and reflect on what our standards are and where we've widened the plate. And then we can make the adjustment and make the improvements and strive for greater levels of excellence and success in every area of our life. So I hope you do that. I hope you take those few minutes and just kind of evaluate, man, where have I widened the plate? Have I widened it in my marriage? Have I widened it as a parent? I'm not holding my children accountable and I'm not doing them any favors because I'm making life too easy for them. To be honest with you, that's an area where I've had to challenge myself. 
I've tried to make life too easy sometimes for my, my family and my kids. And I've had to kind of check myself there and say, hey, we've got a high standard of excellence in this family. And we're not going to widen the plate in this area. We're going to do what's right. But whatever it is, whatever area in your life where you think you maybe have widened that plate, let's make a correction and get back to holding ourselves to a high standard of excellence. Okay, man, I hope it's been a blessing to you. Do me a favor, please share the podcast, man. We are growing like crazy. We have tons of new listeners every week, and I'm so thankful for that. But we want to dominate our category, and we want to bless and impact millions of people, and we need your help to do that. So simply, you can take a screenshot of this podcast on your phone and share it on your social media feeds. Tell people about it. Help us spread the word. And I truly believe we will become one of the most listened to podcasts in our category because we will bring value. And when you bring value and you make a positive impact, people are going to tune in. So share the podcast and as well, share the website, coachcalloway.com. That's coach, C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y.com. And let's do this thing together. Remember to subscribe yourself if you haven't done that. Hit that subscription icon and don't miss an episode. A new podcast is released every Tuesday and You don't want to miss next week's show. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fabulous show. You're going to love it. You're going to get a ton of value out of it. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss next Tuesday's show. So thank you again so much for listening. I pray it's been a blessing and will have a positive impact and make a difference in your life. So no excuses. Let's get up and get to it. Make sure you don't miss next week's show. I look forward to speaking to you again next Tuesday. Thanks for listening and God bless.